All right, welcome back to the Kadash podcast. This is your host, Joshua. And today we're going to be going through, um, you know, Peter's denials and then where it says Jesus reinstates Peter in the book of John. Um, this uh, podcast I'm calling Do You Love Me? Um, and we're just going to kind of run through this. And, and, and I feel like this was something I was thinking about the other day, and I feel like the Lord was revealing things to me to speak on this because I really feel like we're in a Psalms 1 season or time, I guess you could say, where we have to kind of look at these things and, and, and try to um, understand um, what it is that's going on in this world and, and how to um fix our eyes on jesus and uh, take them off of all the distractions so we're gonna go ahead and pray and then we'll jump in awesome god just reveal to us what it is you want us to see with the eyes of our heart open them lord um through the power of your spirit lord and through the tearing of the veil you gave us access to see in the spirit to be filled with the spirit to know the things uh that are on your heart lord because your word says that the holy spirit searches the heart of god and he is the one that reveals these things to us, Lord. Please reveal these things to us today, Lord, and help us um, be consumers and lovers and delighters in your word. I say things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so I'm going to start in Psalm 1, which I know sounds, it's not what I was planning on, but I think that this will give us some context to what it is that I'm going to talk about. Okay, and we're just going to read verses 1 through 3, um, Psalms 1, okay? Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners, take um, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, who doesn't, whose leaf does not wither, and whatever they do prospers. So, you know, I have a ton of notes on this page, but one thing I want us to point out is it says, who does not walk, okay, stand or sit, okay, wicked sinners, mockers, whose delight is in the law of the Lord. What is the law of the Lord? His word, right? His word. Who was Jesus? The Word made flesh, right? Okay, so now that we have that established, we're going to be talking about this verse throughout the other verses that I'm going to bring up here. Okay, so remember that. Psalms 1, blessed is the one who does not walk, stand, sit with wicked, uh, wicked sinners, mockers, whose delight is in the law of the Lord. Okay, not only is it the Word, Jesus. Okay, now that we got that situated, Let's look at this, right? Um, hopefully, I have all this where I need to be. Okay. So. Ooh, did I lose that page? Hopefully, I did not. No, I didn't. Okay. Sorry, I got my fingers all throughout the book right now, all throughout my Bible. It's kind of like I got some bookmarkers, but um, we're kind of be going. We're going to be going with the flow on this one. Okay. All right. Let's do this. John twenty one. John 21, verse 15, Jesus reinstates Peter, okay? So he's reinstating Peter 
right? So let's, let's, let's think about that and ponder and, and rest on that. Let's meditate on that. What is he reinstating Peter from? Imagine how he was feeling the last time, you know, that he really had an encounter with the Lord was when he denied him, right? Okay. Now he's having this, he's communing with him now, right? So let's look at this. Let, let's remember that. Verse 15, when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Here's what he says. Yes, Lord. He said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all these things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and you went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Okay. What is he asking him to do? Feed his lambs. Take care of his sheep. Right? Feed his sheep. How do we do these things? How can we feed if we're not being fed and if we're not being cared for, if we're not being shepherd, shepherded, right? Do you, do you love me, he says. Do you love me? Do you love me? So let's go back real quick. We'll, we'll, we'll get into context of all this, right? Here in a second. Let's, let's go back. Okay, so, so going back to Psalms 1. Let's look at let's look at these three three denials in depth. Hopefully I have them all here. So let's see. Okay, Peter disowns Jesus. Peter's first denial. And Peter disowns Jesus. Okay, so we're gonna start off in Matthew 26. Okay. And remember those terms from Psalm, Psalms 1, okay? Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard. And a servant girl came to him. Okay, so hold on. This is Matthew 26, 69. Servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said. But he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out. To the gateway where he saw another servant girl. So look at what he's doing, right? Okay, what were we talking about earlier from Psalms 1? Let's go back for a second, right? Psalms 1. Walking, standing, sitting. Okay, so he was sitting, then now he's walking, right? He went out the gateway, saw another servant girl. She accused him of being with Jesus. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you way. And he began to call down curses and swore to them, I don't know the man. 
Immediately a rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the word. Jesus had spoken before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Okay? So now, let's go to Luke. Luke 54. Peter disowns Jesus, right? And then seizing him, they led him away. They led him away. They led him away. Let's look at this. And took him into the house. Peter followed. Followed at a distance. Okay? And some there had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together. Peter sat down with them. Okay? So in the last one, he was, he was following. He was walking, right? Now he's sitting, okay? Servant girl saw him and seated, seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, this man was with him. Peter denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, uh, someone else saw him. You are also one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, uh, another asserted. Certainly this fellow was with him. He's a Galilean. Peter replied, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him before the rooster crows today. You will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Okay. Now let's go to John. We're in John 18. John 18. Okay. 15. Simon Peter and another disciple were following Jesus. Were following Jesus. Because this disciple was known to the high priest, he went with Jesus inside the high priest's court. But Peter had to wait outside. So Peter didn't get to go, right? The other disciple did. Peter had to wait outside the door. The other disciple, who was known to the high priest, came back, spoke to the servant girl on duty there, and brought Peter in afterwards, right? You aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you? She asked Peter. He replied, I am not. It was cold, and the servants and officials stood around the fire. Now he's standing, okay? He was walking, seating, sitting. Now he's standing. He stood around the fire and had made, had made to keep warm. Peter was also standing with them, warming himself. Okay, now we're in verse 25. Meanwhile, Simon Peter was still standing there, warming himself. So they asked him, you aren't one of his disciples too, are you? He denied it, saying, I am not. One of the high priest's servants and relative of the man whose ear had been cut off, challenged him. Didn't I see you with him in the garden? Again, Peter denied it. And at that moment, the rooster began to crow. So look at what these things have in common. What is the last thing that he says to Peter in John 21? Verse 19 right here. Jesus said to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Follow me. In his denials, who is he sitting, standing, and walking with? The people that were against Jesus, the mockers, they mocked him, right? The scoffers, they scoffed at him, right? And then they were the ones that took in Jesus. They were the wicked. They were the wicked. Where was his delight? Where, where? So hold on one second, right? How could he delight in the law of the Lord and the word made flesh if he's not with the word made flesh? Where was he at? Walking, standing, and sitting with the mockers, the sinners, and the wicked. And the scoffers, right? Some uh, verses say scoffers. This is Psalms 1. What we behold, who we are with, transforms who we are. Oh, this is good. Hold on one second. I'm, I'm getting 
Ooh, what is this? Second Corinthians? What is that verse? Second Corinthians, the power of beholding. Okay, good thing I write down stuff in here. So look at this, look at this. Um Second Corinthians three twelve. Therefore, since we have such hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who put a veil over his face. Why did he put a veil over his face? He had just communed with this is when he communed with his Lord with the Lord and his face was shining, right? Okay, let's let's ooh, what is that? Is that's that's an Exodus? Hopefully I can find this quickly because I don't want this podcast to stretch out. I know it's in Exodus, I just don't know where. But I want to bring context to it for those that do not know um about Moses um veil in Exodus. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna find this fairly quickly. And um, hopefully we can, I can show you why. Because this all connects. Do you love me? Follow me, he says. Follow me. Do, do you love him? Who are you following? Who are you standing with? Who are you sitting with? What, who are you communing with? What are you taking in? This stuff matters. This stuff matters. Right? Where is this at? Do not worship any other God. I'm making, hold on one second. Or veil. 3433. Let's see. The radiant face of Moses. Exodus 34, 29. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two, two tablets of the covenant of the law in his hands, he was not aware of his face, that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. He was in his presence. This radiance. When Aaron and all, hold on, I just said that. It's so verse 30. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant. They were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them, so Aaron and the leaders of the community came back to him, and he spoke to them. Afterwards, the Israelites came to him and gave them commands of the Lord. So his face, okay, so when Moses had finished speaking, he put a veil over his face. But whenever he went to the Lord's presence to speak with him, he removed the veil until he came out. Ooh, this is good. And saw that his face was radiant. And Moses would put the veil back over his face until he went in to speak with the Lord. Ooh, I was just reading in the book of Psalms today about radiance. What? Oh my goodness, this is crazy. I'm like, it's crazy. What, what was that? Radiance. Radiance. I was just in the book of Psalms today, and it was talking i think it was 111 hold on one second let's see 111 i was reading it this morning mm, was it okay du, 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 du. but in in the book of psalms somewhere it talks about the radiance and how we we are are radiant right I'm going to look this up as well because it's. I feel like this is all connecting together because it becomes from beholding him. It becomes from beholding him. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This is Psalms 34, radiant with joy. This word, in, in, in beholding, this is what happens, right, guys? This is what happens. This is how we become, our spirit becomes filled with this, this indwelling of the Holy Spirit inside of us produces a radiance because we've been with him we've been communing with him we've been beholding him we've been which is what i'm going to talk about here in a second i'm going to go to that verse let's look at it psalms 34 
Psalms 34, it says, um, verse 5, those, two, those who look to him, verse 5, Psalms 34, verse 5, those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This is through the, the empowering and the emboldening of the Holy Spirit. Right, so let's go to let's go back to where I was at. Second Corinthians twelve. Therefore, since we have such hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away, but their minds were made dull, for to this day the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed, because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all who with unveiled faces beholding the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. The power of beholding. What who back to going to back to Psalm one? Who are we sitting with? Who are we standing with? Who are we walking with? What are we standing? Who are we in agreement with? Who are we sitting with? Who are we communing with? Who are we walking with? What who has our our daily who's who is daily walking with us? What are we what are we walking with? What are our eyes taking in? What are we listening to? What are we beholding? Is it Jesus? Right. Is it the word made flesh? Is it the word where we're, our delight is in the law of the Lord? Right? Follow me, he says. Follow me. How do we feed his lambs? He, he, he's asking this to us. Do you love me? Feed my lambs. We, we cannot feed others if we are not going to him and he is not our, our living water and our bread of life. If we are not become, if this his the fountain of life and the abundance of the wells that he has for us is how we are able to produce and 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 take care of and lead and be others. Even that goes to the book of Proverbs, right, where it talks all about, um, you know, the wise or, or lead the wise, right? The the let's go to that because I was just reading something today. I feel like all this stuff is connecting that I was reading. This is beautiful. I love this. I love when the Lord works something out. Let's um, look at this. Verse 20, Proverbs 13. Walk with the wise and you become wise. Okay? So wisdom comes from the fear of the Lord. Knowledge comes from the fear of the Lord, right? The light, uh, verse 9, the light of the righteous shines brightly. All this comes from communing, pursuing the Lord. Proverbs 14, 2, whoever fears the Lord walks uprightly. Verse 22, for, uh, 14, Proverbs 14, 22, those who plan what is good find love and faithfulness. Verse 24, the wealth of the wise is their crown. Verse 8, 14, verse 8, the wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways. Knowledge comes easy to the discerning. This, you know, look at this. Um, the wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, but folly is fools. Folly of fools is deception. So hold on one second. So let's go. After that, okay, going back to the book of John, book of John thirteen, 
15. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Jesus had set the example. We're called to be Christ-like through the power of his Holy Spirit, which produces the radiance in us. Combined with our delight being in Jesus and the law of the Lord is how we're able to produce this radiance and, and how we're able to feed and and and. and produce this light that others can see, right? We are the light of the world, right? Set on top of a hill, right? So even going down to verse 34, and I'm jumping around all over the place, but all of this stuff connects when you listen to it, right? Uh, John 13, 34, a new command I give to you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. What is love, of course? Right, we all know the love verse, right? Um, what is it? First Corinthians thirteen, um, four through. Hold on, First Corinthians thirteen, four through eight. And I'm going to read this because we all need a reminder, right? We all need a reminder. Verses thirteen, four through eight. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Right? We were made in the image of God. God is love. But do you see how, like I call this, do you love me? How... How can we do the things that he is asking us, right? Because he says, feed his sheep and take care of his, take care of, take care of his, um, his lambs, right? We have to watch. So he was getting him to follow him, right, at the end. But where was he at when he denied him? Let's think about these things. It's because I, I have such a hunger and a desire to see people set free from everything everything anxiety depression self-hatred um you know people pleasing all these things i want people to be set free from that and, and 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 to love themselves as god created them to be and to be able to love others i want i so long for people to be set free but it's through beholding and delighting in jesus and watching who you're I don't even want to say who, because it's not even about who, what you're, the principles and, and what you're standing with, what you're sitting with, what you're walking with, what we're doing, what is our life? We are to lay down our lives, right? And follow him, pick up our cross, die to the desires of ours to follow him, pick up his desires, love him. Do you love me? He's asking. I feel like that's one thing that he's asking the church right now and people in general. Do you love me? Do you love me? He says, follow me. And Psalm 1 says, watch, delight in the law of the Lord. He is the word made flesh. He, Jesus, Jesus, delight in Jesus. Where's your delight at right now? Think about this. Where is your delight? Is it in Jesus? Or is your delight in trying to delight and find delight in others so you're standing, you're sitting, 
and you're walking with whatever it is, whatever is the idols. That's why idols is a big part of the Old Testament, the high places, you know, all throughout Kings and Chronicles, all throughout the Old Testament, right? It could be all over the place. It's, it's all over, all over. Even in Exodus, right? They were worshiping this golden calf, all that stuff. Where was their delight? Where was their delight? We have to delight in Jesus and in his law to be able to be transformed. We behold the glory. Even, even with the heart of David, right? If David was a man after God's own heart, do not we want to be like David? What was David always doing? He was always communing with the Lord. He was always in prayer. And he was always praising. He even said that praise will always be on his lips. He was the one who said Psalms 27, 4. And I feel like when you behold the Lord, you have this David heart that's transformed. And, and, and it's just, it, it starts to flow from you. Where, you know, Psalms 27, 4, right? One thing I ask, one thing I ask to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. One thing, he, he desired one thing. He even said that I will not sleep or I, not, I will not rest until I find a resting place for the Lord. He desired to behold the Lord. That's why he was a man. Yes, he had sin in the past, right? But his desire, he was free, he was free from that, right? His desire was to behold the beauty of the Lord because he knew that that's where his delight was. That's where he was transformed. That's where he was able to, to rejoice and to praise. One thing I ask, to seek him, to behold him, to commune with him in his temple. This, we have to have this David heart. And how do we do that? We have to not be like Psalms 1. We have to watch what principles, what, what are we consuming? What are we consuming? Jesus is saying right now in this hour, do you love me? Follow me. Delight in me. He needs to be our utmost delight daily daily we need to go to sleep thinking about him we need to wake up thinking about him when he when he is when you are beholding him daily you are able to consistently walk in the spirit and you can know when you're being tempted and you can use the word just like jesus did and swat the enemy with it because you've been given all power and authority through jesus to trample on the enemy right hold on to these truths Delight in his law, get to know it, and let it transform you. Praise him. Behold him. Sing praises to him. That's how we do this, guys. And, you know, it's transformational. Listen to all these things. Meditate on all these things that I just spoke to you about. And watch what you're beholding. What principles, who, what, what is affecting what you believe? Because it matters. Jesus is saying right now, do you love me? So let's pray, and then I'm going to end this episode. Awesome, God. We love you. We're declaring it with our, our, li our lips right now, Lord. We love you. We, we desire to follow you. We desire to seek you in your temple. 
We desire and long to behold the beauty of the Lord and be transformed into the same likeness, into the same image. Lord, if we are not beholding, beholding you and desiring you, forgive us. And Lord, be our delight. Be our everything. Be our one thing. Help us. Give us the, the ability to do this, Lord. Give us the revelation of your love that compels us to commit and make vows to you that we hold to because we love you. Lord, reveal yourself to us today. Commune with us today. Be our delight and help us learn and walk with us as we grow in learning how to delight in you. I say these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.